This is WKOK Sunrise on your station for the best news, talk, and sports. News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us here on WKOK Sunrise. Rob Sander, fabulous sir. He could never be, so we do appreciate his help and hard work along the line. On the news line with us now, Samantha Pearson is back, Lewisburg Neighborhoods, Elm Street Manager, Walk It, Bike It Coordinator, and a wide range of other important jobs in and around the Lewisburg area. Also one of the key players in Radio Free Lewisburg, an important podcast keeping people uh, up to date on what's going on throughout the pandemic. And I'm assuming Radio uh, Free Lewisburg will continue uh, after the pandemic because it's, uh, boy, the region is ripe for great information, sort of unfettered. So good morning, Samantha. Thanks for checking in today. Thank you for having me, Mark. Is Radio Free Lewisburg going to be around after the pandemic? So that's a good question. Um, I think we we would like to think so, but at the same time, it's uh, you know it's me and uh, Julie who's doing all the vol- the uh, editing vol- as a volunteer. So sure. We'll have to see. Okay. You know, yeah. Um, how sustainable it is, but it's. Uh, I, I know she wants to, I want to, and we really want to make it happen. It's hard to think ahead that, you know, right now. Right. Yeah. Well, Julie yeah. Hagenboo doing a fabulous job. If you haven't heard it yet, yeah. it's uh, ultra professional. I mean, it's just a super job, and, and you really handpick your great guests that are on that. Well, you've been well, walking... Well, in fact, we do have a new episode. Oh, okay. So episode uh, eight is eight. out? Yes. Describe episode eight of Radio Free Lewisburg. Um, it is an interview with Bob Garrett from the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, the um, executive director there and, and CEO. He is um, uh, my guest, and we talked last week. So we talked about growing green, going green and what that means locally um, and the great work that he and the chamber have been doing to sort of help people understand what that means. Um, it was an excellent conversation, but also that's one place where our volunteer uh, sound editing comes in because we talked so long ago at this point that it feels like a different world mm-hmm. listening to it. Because we talked last week on Thursday. Well, yeah, we're running into the same dilemma. We're trying to pick out some uh, best-of shows for next month, and uh, we're like, oh, no, this one talks about being in the red, you know, and yeah. <laughs> what that was like. So it was a great interview, timely at the time, but uh, right, right, they don't carry over. Okay, well, you do have, so that edition of Radio Free Lewisburg is up, as long as we're on the subject of Bob Garrett. Uh, tell us about the fact that you're monitoring and aware of working with and making sure that the Chamber's uh, uh, work gets amplified in and around Lewisburg. Well, so they did an excellent job. They put out, even before we got the governor's business guidance, they had already issued a, a document they were calling Responsible Reentry, which talks through, you know, thinks through what businesses need to do in various stages as we contend with the coronavirus. And I just, uh, we do have that in links to that in the show notes. Um, I really commend it to people. At the same time, uh, also last week, much earlier last week, uh, since days, 24-hour time periods are so significant right now. Um, uh, Bob was also talking to me about how they have had uh, their, uh, I I, I don't know if it's annual, but um, economic forecast program. They had done it virtually, and um, a lot of the information from their guests, they regularly have an economist from Baltimore, uh, Anurban Basu, and he was talking about 
the need to get things back on track and seeing things get, get back on track, but also how, so, in that context, we need to do all these public health measures to make that possible, including, you know, social distancing, wearing masks, and hygiene. And that, that's one reason I just wanted to talk to Bob, because he and, you know, Anurag Basu, it was great to hear them just confronting that, taking that on, and just being really clear and direct about it. Well, and you have a wide range of uh, responses to uh, either be or green or still yellow around here. You have some businesses where you go in and everybody's wearing a mask. You can't find anybody not wearing a mask. You go into another business and no one's wearing a mask, and uh, n- neither the owners nor e- even in the uh, yellow zone uh, nor the nor the customers. So you have a wide range of thoughts about this. Uh, let's kind of right. jump. Please go ahead. Elaborate on what you want to say. Yeah, sorry. It, it, the challenges, and this is something which we also include notes, um, links to in our show notes, is that there, there's potential business liability for, um, you know, not following uh, explicit, uh, you know, public health guidance. Um, uh, again, Bob had a great turn of phrase. He talked about no shirt, no shoes, no, no mask, no service. You know, that that is um, a way of thinking about this. And... Uh, while there is, you know, I grew up in Florida, and there's a little bit of tyranny in the idea that you had to have certain certain shoes to get service. Like I can remember hunting for <laughs> for shoes in the car, um, but uh, you know, it, it, people also just understand it. And while they may not like it, they do it. Um, and I think that's really where we need to get with masks. And the some of the links we include are. The National Law Review has an article about how, um, you know, businesses may jeopardize their their insurance, um, their business insurance, if they are 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 seen to be potentially uh, vectors for spread of uh, infection. So we're in this mix of uh, green and yellow, and you wanted to talk about that. So what are the implications, uh, maybe from your uh, anecdotal remarks? What have you seen? What would you like to see? Uh, kind of walk us through this this sure. mid-zone area, and none of which really is a full green light like it sounds. Exactly. That's one of the most important things. And I think people are starting to figure that out and, and be upset with it, the idea that... Uh, we're, we're there, like Snyder County is moving to the has moved already to the green phase, and so has Center County and um, uh, some others to you know further north and west of us. And the idea that it's called green but it's not back to normal is really uh, rankling some people. But I think what we have to understand is it's all still under the state of emergency of the pandemic. We're still all still subject to. The, the issue of having having this infection um, uh, sort of circulating amongst us. So under those conditions, the green is seen as for, you know the the most uh, open that we can we can be. And I have to say, so on the one hand, I'm I'm concerned, and I do definitely see, like you said, a wide range of uh, sort of interest and dedication to making sure mitigation measures are in place. At the same time, like, Lewisburg Borough is really working. We, all of Union County, for the moment, is still yellow, and we're, you know, all hoping that we can uh, move into green, um, and we're making plans for what are the criteria in yellow, what are the criteria in green, how can we make sure we are most, 
you know, as open for business as we can be, and our businesses have the best chance of succeeding. Um, you know, I, we've been, it's a major part of my day right now is just trying to uh, figure out what that's going to look like, because it won't look like what it used to look like for now. Uh, we do hope eventually it will look like it used to look like. We hope eventually it'll look better than it used to look. But we are, we're exploring, you know, how can we get more um, space for dining in the sort of outside with social distancing in the borough? How can we help people with social distancing in the parks, um, on the sidewalks, things like that? And again, not because we want to control people, but because we want to give people tools to think through um, some criteria that are unfamiliar and sort of strange to all of us. Well, and can you help us? Uh, there may be somebody in our audience that says, oh, I love when Samantha talks about mountain biking and uh, uh, other sort of downtown-oriented topics or, or community-oriented topics. COVID-19 became a community-oriented topic. Explain why you make sure that you uh, stay current on this and spread the word on this in, in various ways. This is, this is really sort of fundamental to a lot of things that um, uh, organizations like mine are involved in. So I, my program grew out of an Elm Street program, which is allied to the Main Street program, which exists in all 50 states, and it looks at sort of reinforcing core communities. Communities have to deal with sort of a wide range of, and contend with a wide range of issues, and sometimes that is, you know, walking and biking and sustainability and knowing when the trash pickup is. And right now, it very much has to do with public health and understanding how that works for everyday life for individuals, how that works for businesses, what um, the implications are, and being proactive, like I said, about, like, um, you know, Ellen Ruby and I are working very closely along with, uh, you know, the, the rest of the design committee for the downtown partnership and people at the borough trying to figure out what this could look like um, in the borough. Uh, people may have seen pictures of like uh, picnic circles uh, in places around the country where people, where there are eight foot circles painted in grass at, on 14 foot centers to help people see, oh, I could you know, set up my picnic here and someone else can be de- doing yoga there and someone else can have, be taking a rest with their bike in the next one. And we, we're looking at that. We are, we're down to the which parts, which areas would we try it in first, you know. Um, these are things that have to do with uh, daily life and the, the function, the quality of life, um, and, and, and the operation of, uh, of the borough. So that's where, as a wraparound organization, it's part of what I do. Right. If anybody's sick in your community, that affects all of these uh, things. And keeping people safe is a is a noble goal. So, uh, and some communities don't really have anybody that's kind of out front making sure that all of this is brought up and talked about and uh, questions answered. All right. Well, we're at the halfway point in our interview, so I place you on hold. You can wait or call back at seven forty, uh, your choice, and then uh, we'll finish this. We want to talk about uh, the fact that it is a little bit confusing for folks if you're in one green area and one yellow area, but the bottom line is, uh, you know, in terms of your behavior, wear the mask and social distance, and uh, also peaceful demonstrations. You've had some thoughts about that. If folks choose to stand on a street 
corner. They need to stay six feet apart and wear a mask and, and all that sort of thing. So uh, we'll, we'll talk That's about right. that when we come back. So you stand by, if you would, please. Uh, Samantha Pearson, uh, Lewisburg Neighborhoods, Elm Street Manager and Walk It, Bike It Coordinator. Uh, she talked about a wide range of things, including Radio Free Lewisburg. All of these topics go to lewisburgneighborhoods.org to connect with more information. From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. We'll go right back into our interview with Samantha Pearson, Lewisburg Neighborhoods uh, Elm Street Manager, <laughs> Walk It, Bike It Coordinator. Almost said it. All right, but we're not going to say that, the old name. Lewisburg Neighborhoods is a group doing a wide range of topics, working with uh, businesses, working with people, and occasionally working with somebody who wishes to stand on a street corner and hold a sign and encourage people to honk and spread a peaceful message uh, about uh, uh, progress in our society. Uh, Samantha, first of all, welcome back. Thanks for calling in today. Appreciate that. And uh, peaceful, local peaceful demonstrations can be done with social distancing and masking, and that's encouraged if folks uh, were to choose to do something like that? Yes, uh, definitely. Uh, basically, the social distancing and masks and hygiene are not really optional right now. And, I mean, they are optional in that you can choose to do it, but if you want to do the right thing, you should do it. <laughs> so... Um, that, and, and that applies to all sorts of stuff, right? We're figuring out how it applies to getting, you know, having a friend over for, uh, you know, uh, a talk in your driveway or your backyard, or it applies to public meetings, or it applies to, I think, Nori is debating whether they can have a block party. Um, it applies, you know, in all of these settings, and it also applies to that fundamental American right to peaceful assembly and, pr- and protest, basically. So um, everyone who is speaking up for racial justice and black lives uh, really does need to be being clear uh, about, they're all about, everyone is about preserving safety and health and uh, wearing masks and hygiene and distancing is part of that. It goes along with it, especially given the racial disparities of, um, that we've seen uh, in how the disease hits communities. I asked you about community-oriented topics uh, in our last uh, segment. I'll ask you to even elaborate farther. One of the signs that we did see on uh, Sunday was Black Lives Matter. Um, Of course, people of many uh, diverse backgrounds are part of the Lewisburg community, so this is part of the brought-up topics in Lewisburg. What's your observation, again, wearing the two hats that we uh, put on you when you come on the show, the Lewisburg Neighborhoods Elm Street Manager and Walker Pike Coordinator, uh, when it comes to observing and, and having a diverse and an enriched community and a welcoming community, um, I, I guess just to elaborate on what these important demonstrators might have been talking about and, and what the sure. mission of Lewisburg Neighborhoods is. Sure. So um, uh, all these things go together. Our mission is working on you know, improving quality of life, and uh, you know, that can be about physical things and changing streetscapes and making parks better and things like that and it can be about um, providing services for people and hearing people we do a lot of public meetings we are all about making sure that people are 
are understanding how to express themselves, communicating with uh, you know people in power, and uh, and that there's real dialogue. So that is part of you know what we do on an ongoing basis. What's happening right now is the result, and an on, it, it is part of an ongoing conversation, which I think our communities in this area are being invited to in a very clear way, in a way that hasn't happened in the past. And so people holding up signs that say Black Lives Matter, that can be very confrontational uh, for, for some people in our area, um, for people in general. A lot of people in our area first see that and think it means black lives are the only thing that matters. And um, I think that could be, I can understand how that could be misread that way. Uh, at this point, there is a lot of material out there um, explaining that what it actually means is Black Lives Matter too, not only Black Lives Matter. And um, when you think about it in that way, that Black Lives Matter too, you're be and and people can say to me, oh well, I don't think it means that. I think it means only Black Lives Matter. That's where there is an obligation to look into it further. And there's a lot of material. There's a lot of people telling, you know, willing to to share what it means in depth. Um, there is an entire platform for Black, black Lives. Uh, there are, at this point, there's a lot of stuff just even in social media um, explaining this in more detail. Just it can be an involved analogy. It can be an entire uh, platform. But it can be, for example, you know, the, the classic one is say you're doing the ta-ta trot and you're, it's all about breast cancer. And what if someone like you know, trolls that event by standing at the side and saying, all cancers matter. You know, like, you'd be like, what is wrong with that person? <laughs> um, uh, you know, you'd be like, yes, but right now we're working on breast cancer. <laughs> it's not like the, that doesn't mean we don't think the other ones matter. And that's exactly what this is. Similarly, the another good analogy um, people have shared is uh, if, you know, a specific house in the neighborhood is on fire. You 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 basically want the police, the, the the fire company, to come and squirt water on it, and maybe its neighbors. All the houses in the neighborhood matter, but they definitely shouldn't go up to one at the other end of the block and squirt that and not spray water on the house that's on fire. Okay, so that, that, that's what we're what that's what is I that's what's mm. being said. You may miss that message. And do we ever hear from Buffalo Valley Regional Police? We're lucky we do have a, a point source uh, police department in Lewisburg and East Buffalo Township, and it's a good department. So uh, do, we, do we hear from them on this uh, topic? Uh, you know, so I actually have not seen whether they've taken a, a current position. I have and do know of our officers doing a really good job with escalation, de-escalation, sorry, in, in the past in other situations um, uh, with uh, community members who might have mental health issues or something else that could go the wrong way, but, you know, our officers have, um, you know, really shown uh, a, a degree of commitment to being officers of the peace and, um, you know, trying to uh, bring people together get them connected to the services they need rather than just sort of clamp down in a totally punitive way. So I can appreciate that. I do know that um, in our region, you know, we have had local law enforcement, I believe Union County Sheriff's deputies and um, uh, officer, at least one officer uh, from Milton uh, joined 
uh, peaceful protesters in Milton uh, last weekend. They knelt together. They talked together. They really had a great conversation going. Um, I, so I was I was very glad to see that. What I wasn't as glad to see was you know there were very few people wearing masks. Everyone was really close together, and some people were even shaking hands, which I appreciate the sentiment. But <laughs> now is not the time to shake hands. <laughs> like well, gotta, again, put that overlay of COVID on there. Well, and, and, and let me switch entirely back to COVID-19 then and say that I, I think some of the eggheads in Harrisburg expect this to happen, that you're going to have people that uh, are not going to follow. The local number of cases will either continue to slightly, slowly trickle upward, or there could be even a faster, slower trickle upward, because I think when, either when you go yellow or when you go green, sort of non-compliance kind of becomes more more common yes and so and we know that we know it's just it's just um you know psychology we know that there there will be people who aren't complying we also know a lot of people are you know but given that there will be people who aren't complying that just means the rest of us for ourselves our communities our families we need to be even more vigilant we just need to be more on top of it um in the show notes for the the last um uh Radio Free Lewisburg, and also definitely on the Lewisburg Neighborhoods website, we have links to, say, daily item articles about Snyder County going green, in which Commissioner Kent says, you know, we're, we're going green, but we have to stay vigilant, and we have to do all the things the CDC says, and he talks about washing hands and keeping distance. CDC also says we should wear a cloth face covering over our noses and mouths. <laughs> so um, we point that out, you know. Uh, that tends to be a sticking point locally, but you know, just you can look at it, and you can also argue again. Well, they didn't say that a month and a half ago, and it's like things we didn't know as much. The biggest issues are people, uh, basically asymptomatic transmission that people can be sick and not know it, and um, uh, airborne transmission that there are aerosol droplets that are are a significant part of uh, transmitting the infection. Those two things, which we know more about now than we did before, are what leads everyone to recommend the use of masks. All right. Well, we have a couple of minutes left. I'll let you determine where you wish to head uh, with our remaining time. We talked a little bit about Radio Free Lewisburg. Uh, Anything else that's important on uh, the time that uh, Lewisburg Neighborhoods gets uh, each month here? Uh, just, I, you know, I want everyone to think about, you know, our, our previous episode from Radio Free Lewisburg, we had talked about um, civic duty and we'd done voting and uh, census. And so voting uh, just happened. We had, of course, uh, around the state, the primary. People should be like, okay, we're done, <laughs> gone through that. People should now look back on how that went and think ahead to November because there's, you know, and, and just think in this, new range of possible situations, what your strategy is, what we need to put in place to make sure that things um, work well for as many people as possible. Um, you know, I think this was in a way helpful to have um, gone through it now. We need to think about what we need to do for November. It is now, uh, you know, just part of our state law that anyone can do a mail-in ballot. People should look into that, see if that's what they want to do. Um, People should just, you know, again, sort of do a debrief with and be looking um, to see if, I know there have been articles in the Daily Item about how 
in general, people complied with social distancing and masking at the polling places, but they just want to see how that worked for the poll workers and, um, you know, how we're going to set things up in November. Similarly, we had also talked about the census uh, in that last podcast, and the census, while census day was April 1st, it's ongoing. And to be honest, the census is still hiring. If, you know, um, people are interested, they pay a, a, a rate related to um, wages in your county. So in Union County, it's uh, between 17 and $18 an hour, I believe. And they are looking for people to, in compliance with social distancing and, and masking and everything, uh, help to make sure we get everyone counted. They'll be driving and you know taking packets to people that would just be left no contact um, with people, even if they wind up having a conversation with someone and it doesn't have to be close to each other. Um, the entire thing is completed online, so if someone is just responding verbally, the census taker will be able to put the, their responses into a, a cell phone, um, you know, at six-foot mask. And so that's safe, too. All right, we'll keep in touch. Thank you so much. When you have more news, let us know. Uh, go to lewisburgneighborhoods.org, and you can link right to the latest Radio Free Lewisburg, which really uh, drills into uh, the business opportunities that are there. Bob Garrett's on that, and look in the show notes. There's tons of information there on a wide range of topics. That's uh, a ridiculous amount of information. <laughs> yeah, packed in there. Well, how long is the podcast this week? Oh, it, uh, I, I actually am not sure. Okay. Too and then the show notes are also too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did a fabulous job. Ultra professional. And just uh, if somebody out there is a great sponsor, wants to get their name on an underwriting opportunity and and support the, this work, this would be a great opportunity to step forward and maybe increase the outreach still further. Thank you so much, Samantha. Thanks for checking in this morning. Yep. Bye, Mark. Samantha Pearson, El- Lewisburg Neighborhoods, Elm Street Manager, Walk It, Bike It Coordinator on being green and yellow at the same time around here.